Welcome to another Rags to Riches Secrets. Today we're going to talk about how to make an identity shift to a wealth mindset. Now why would this matter? Like I, almost everybody I bump into wishes they actually had more money. But the question is, is like how do they, like how, like sometimes people think that it's an accident or somebody's lucky or some set of circumstances be, like came into existence that allowed them to be lucky. Now, I'm not going to say the luck isn't a part of it, but what you don't see is what it took to get there. And here's what I mean. I, there was a guy, uh, uh, Brian Dulaney. If you ever looked this guy up, Brian Dulaney. When I was at Funnel Hacking Live, I was talking to Brian Dulaney. And I, I saw him up on stage, and he was getting award after award after award. And I was like, holy snap, dude. Like, I stopped him. I stopped him. I'm like, bro, like, what, what did you do? What changed? What happened? And he goes, Mike, he goes, it was not an overnight success. This actually took me about 10 years to finally hit this spot. Now that I hit the spot, you can see I'm in stride and I'm just slaying it left and right. Bam, bam, bam. And so now he's good friends with, uh, with Tony Robbins and Russell Brunson and uh, Dean Graciosi. So he, he's like well-connected now. But the thing is, is it took time for this thing to bake and to process. And people want like the magic pill, like, hey, I just saw that they, that they went out and crushed it. They slayed it. Now, how do I take and I do that? And uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to break down three secrets so that you can start appreciating it and understanding like how you can go about making an identity shift from a poverty mindset or whatever mindset, whatever place you're in to a place that you wish that you were. Okay. And so this is what we're going to talk about to be able to get the, the words identity shift. Okay, number one, let me hit this real quick. All right, number one um, to, to start doing this is use, pay attention to these words. Like it say, I am, and then say what it is that you are. Like if you think back when, uh, when Luke was getting traded by Yoda and he was in the swamp, and you've heard this analogy before, but you've got to let it sink in, okay? And he says, I'm going to try to do this. And Yoda's like, do or do not, do not try. And you'd be like, wait a minute, like, what do you mean do or do not, right? And it's so, but, but that's what it is, is I am. And where I saw this probably one of the first times, for example, is this guy wanted Tony Robbins to coach him on how to stop smoking. And so when he went and met with, the, when he went, went and met with this guy, he was down in the lobby. And uh, he met with a guy and uh, the guy's like, yeah, I want to, I want to stop smoking, but I am a smoker, you know. And Tony's like, oh, my land, like, I mean, you can hear it. If somebody says, I am a smoker, then guess what they are? They're a smoker, right? And they're going to be committed to that. And so what Tony Robbins did is he actually took the guy, he took him up into a place, actually, before he went, he says, he goes, I want you to buy three, like, 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 not just like little cartons, like three boxes of cigarettes. And the guy's like, what? He goes, I'm, I'm here to learn how to stop smoking. He says, buy the three cartons. So the guy did, right? And then he took him up there and he said, this is before they had like a clean air act or all this good stuff. And he says he was there at the, he's there in this guy's room and he's like, okay. He says, uh, he says, get that cigarette and light it up. And the guy's like, what? I don't want to light it up. And he goes, light it up. And the guy's like, I don't want to light it. He goes, light it up now. And he starts going crazy on him, right? And the guy's like, oh, okay. So he puts it in his mouth. He's like, is that good? He's like, yeah. And uh, he goes, put another one in. And the guy's like, what? He says, put another one in. So the guy got more in. 
And then he goes, now put another one in. And then put another one in. And then this guy's got this wad of smokes hanging out of his mouth. And he's like crying, what, I don't want to smoke it. And Tony Ross, put another one in. The guy's like, I know. And he's like, put another one. You're going crazy on this guy, right? And the guy put it in. And the guy's like crying and stuff. And he goes, he goes, uh, he says, do you want to put those cigarettes out? And the guy's like, yeah, I want to put them out. And so he's like, okay. So he let the guy put them out. And, uh, and so the guy's like, whew. And then Tony Robbins like, all right, put another one in. And he's like, what? And, he, and, he, and Tony was like, he'd go crazy on the guy because the guy was like, I don't want to do it. And he was like, you put it in now. And so this guy, he did it like three times. And he's got this wad of smokes in his mouth. And he's just crying and tears are coming down. And Tony's like, he says, he says, you want to stop smoking? The guy's like, Rawr. yeah. In a very peak, high emotional state, this guy said, I am no longer a smoker. He said it. He said, I am not a smoker. And as soon as you say or you believe or you ingrain into yourself, I am X, that is where you start making this identity shift. You've got to pick the identity you want to be able to start making the shift. It's easier if you're, you're more likely to Think, think of it like uh, tempering a, a piece of steel, right? You're making a knife blade and you're like grinding this thing down, right? So here, here's what happens. You get the steel in the right place. You got it hot and stuff. And what what's happens is, is when you take that knife blade and you quench it. See, the blade is under a tremendous amount of duress and stress at that particular spot. And then the blade goes down and it gets quenched. And in that quenching, it becomes the blade. It becomes hardened. It becomes sharpened. And that's literally what Tony did is he got this guy's temperature, so to speak, to a point that when he was smacking with a hammer and the guy said, I am not a smoker, Tony quenched it. Okay, you're not a smoker anymore. Go ahead and put that out. And the guy's like, I'm not a smoker anymore. And he, he, he took that identity shift. So the very first thing is, is you've got to discover what I am. Okay, the next thing that you've got to do is you've got to put yourself, as Tony Robbins says, he says, proximity is power. Now, what do I mean by that? Okay, if this guy, his identity is, I'm not a smoker, he would be well served but not by not putting himself in proximity to other smokers. Does that make sense? You've got to start putting yourself in proximity to the thing that you want. So you're like, I want to be wealthy. Okay, you better start finding somebody that has higher vibrations, that has a higher mindset, that's vibrating at a different frequency or a different level and get in proximity to them because that stuff's going to rub off on you. Think of it like a fire. Okay, you're trying to figure out how to, I am this. Now you're trying to figure out how to make that fire more real. You get in proximity to somebody that's got that fire and you're going to discover it's going to come to you. It's going to rub off on you and you're going to start gathering momentum because you're in proximity to power. Quickest way to change things is proximity to power. Okay. Friend of mine, young kid, 20, he was 25 years old. He came in contact with a, a guy that lives by me, an influencer, dude's name's Chris Crone. Okay. Chris Crone is very successful, uh, does all kinds of real estate type stuff. This kid was young. He was young. He probably came in contact with Chris and started working with him when he was like 23. 
they had, there was a falling out. But what happened is because he was in proximity to somebody who had the mindset of success and wealth, he then obtained the knowledge, the capability, the mindset. And at 25, that kid hit $25 million. Within two years of separating from his mentor, he actually hit $25 million. And my guess is there is a sporting chance that this kid will actually exceed what Chris has done. And that is an accomplishment. And I, and I point that out because that kid went from zero to $25 million in less than two years. Like stupid, fast, crazy. But that is the power of proximity. Okay. So then the third secret is, is you got is a model success. It helps. Like when you say, when I say proximity is power, like it helps if you can model it. What do I mean by modeling? Okay. There, there was, there was a time when Walt Disney, there was a, a reporter interviewer, Walt Disney had passed away. Disneyland had not been built. And the guy was talking to Walt Disney's brother. And he said to him, he goes, he goes, dang, it's too bad that Walt's not alive to be able to see this. And his, his brother said, he's like, like what? He's like, Walt saw this before it ever existed. He saw it. What he meant is, is that everything is created twice. He saw the future. He envisioned the outcome what he was going to accomplish, what was going to be done, what was going to be fabricated. And because he, he saw it, he visualized that he then created it. Like, give me an example. Like when you build a house, do you just go out there and throw up sticks or do you get engineering and design work and then build a house? See what I'm saying? But what we do, or we frequently do, is make the mistake of not designing a thing before we try to build a thing. And therein lies our folly. It's helpful, it's helpful if you can start identifying somebody that you want to model. Like, what do I mean by that? Okay, do you guys, you guys remember back in the day, you got Michael Jordan, you'd go up to, the, the, to dunk and he had his tongue hanging out, blah, right? And then what did all these other kids do who wanted to be successful? They started modeling exactly what he had done. They started modeling success. And that is one of the secrets to obtaining success. Is like you might not be the thing right now. Okay. But the seed will not, it, you've got to become the seed of the thing that you want to become. Okay. Which means that you're going to have to start being, you're going to have to model. Like you want to be successful, you need to say, what would, like, what would Michael Jordan do at this particular spot? Would he, would he run up to the hoop with his tongue hanging out? Like, or would like, um, like Elon Musk, if you said, I want to be like Elon Musk, what would Elon Musk do? Like, would Elon Musk sit there and cower in the corner with the guy lean in? Okay. Like what would Elon do? What would pick your, pick your favorite guy? What would they do? And if you can start, it, it's easier to do that because what you're doing is you're separating like your decisions and how you think that you would think you put yourself kind of in a different set of shoes. Like what would they do? It, it helps you. It helps you put on a different identity, so you can make a shift and say, "This is how I would behave." You've heard that the, the phrase "fake it till you make it," right? And you got people that say criticize the people who who support it. Like, but like if you don't model success, how would you obtain success? That's all it's really saying is model success to obtain success. 
So that really breaks down like the three major core secrets to an identity shift. So let's just, let's do a quick recap on it. Okay. Number one, use the word I am. Tell me what I am. You identify what you are. Now that you know what you are, you look around in the world and you say, who else is like this that I might be put myself in proximity on, right? I want to associate with success. I want to associate with wealth. I want to associate with winners. You have got to allow yourself to come in contact with people of this nature. And then third, model it. Like you, you, you find yourself a mentor or whatever it is, and you're like, what would they do? Like they're in a higher vibration. They're more successful. What would they do? And you start trying to understand that wealthy people do what wealthy people do. They don't do broke things. Okay. Like one of the things that you'll see is broke people will take and focus on things that don't create tremendous amount of value. Like, what do I mean by that? Think of all of the stupid time waster things that you do during the day that actually siphons and kills your productivity. Okay. Like, Wealthy people do not spend time on crap that does not allow them to move forward. Okay? That's a mistake. Like, like you look at Elon Musk. Let's, let's just pause and look, let's look at Elon Musk for a second. Okay? Elon Musk. People are like, oh, Elon is successful. And Elon's like, you know, I work 365 days a year and I work like 16, eight, 16 hours a day or whatever. He sleeps on the factory floor. He's still there. He's still grinding. He goes, and people still think that I'm lucky, right? He goes, I get as much done in a single year as the average person gets done in three years because I am putting in three times the amount of effort. And then you got somebody's like, oh, I wish I was successful. And all they do is they go do the fun run and the color runs and they go do all these activities and they want to watch movies and they go to the theater and they just want to hang out with their friends and they want to play volleyball. They want Like, I'm not saying you shouldn't do some of that stuff. But if you ask yourself, where are you allocating the largest portion of your time and where are successful people allocating their time? And if you discover that they're working on high value problems, high value solutions, high value, and you discover you're working on low value, low productivity, no dent in the universe crap, now you can start saying, now I got a problem, okay? Like you ask yourself, who, who is, who's, who's greedy? The guy who works hard to serve other people or the guy who wants other people to serve him because he wants to be at the takeout counter all the time. Okay. Like, so put yourself in proximity and ask yourself, what does successful people do? That was number two. And then number three is just model success. Like successful people, they're not going to spend like 15 hours a day on social media. They're not going to watch at least two movies a day. Okay. They're not going to do that. They're going to do things that successful people do. That's it, man. That's, you take, take those three little nuggets, wrap it up into your mind, identify, associate with, and model, and you will discover that you've made the transition. Boom! Shakalaka! That was another Rags the Riches Secrets. I'll talk to you tomorrow.